I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one yet. It's on my Netflix. But I haven't seen that one yet. Hello. Hello, my boy. How are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Look, it's a nightcast, but the sun is still out. That's very true. I just, I put Izzy to bed um, a little bit later than usual, but it was still pretty bright in her uh, room. And I was like, boy, I hope it doesn't stay lighter later anymore this summer. And then I was like, oh, it nope. literally won't because Wednesday was the summer solstice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's bright outside. I feel a little self-conscious because I'm shirtless because I needed to put a, a cloth over my microphone to make a pop filter. Um, so, so you just use your shirt. So I just took my shirt off and put it there. Ooh, it might like... start raining soon. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, perfect, perfect. I mean, do you have, like, you got an air conditioner going? No, we haven't started up the air conditioning yet. That's bold. Yeah, I mean, usually fans are enough for the night um, okay. so far. Um, but probably in the next week or so, we'll put ours in. Yeah, I mean, because you, you, you have the you have to like heft it in and do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. As is well known canon on this show that I mine just stays in. Stays in the, probably the better idea, but it's that also I've... Kristen gets headaches from the from the air conditioner from having it on too much. So, uh, like, so we we tend to put it in a bit later than most people. I was I had the air conditioner on and I was sleeping today. And frequently I sleep, like, listening to a long playlist of podcasts, like like a 12-hour play, uh, playlist. So mm-hmm. I'm just, like, always, like, the nighttime, there's always somebody talking to me. But I didn't do that last night. And yet I kept feeling like I was hearing whispering. Wow. Is it possible that your apartment is very haunted and you've just never noticed because you're always listening to stop podcasting yourself? <laughs> No, it was it was the air conditioner. It's because the air conditioner makes little weird trickling noises. Oh, that when I'm mostly asleep, sound like a little bit like voices. Um, eerie. Maybe that's the ghost of heat. Yeah, and it, and it was it was like like I kept like kind of like grabbing at my phone, being like, should I? Like I woke up and I was like, let me turn off his podcast. Like you're not listening to a podcast. Oh. You went to sleep with that one last night. Mm, somebody's cyber phone is ringing. Yeah, that text. Um, somebody's somebody texting me about the movie Coco. Uh, that it's very good. Have you did you did you watch all of I, it? No, I still haven't seen all of it. <laughs> so you've you've the, the end part is where shit gets real. Yeah, um, I understand. There's a lot of crying. Yeah. Speaking of crying, I was watching some Queer Eye last Ooh. night and today before we recorded. And now here's what I know about that show. People, it makes people cry. And the restaurant guy, the, the cooking guy is maybe not as extravagant as people would like with what he does. This is accurate. Okay. But you know, I I will I will defend Anthony, who is the the food guy. I mean, he is an android. Okay, so that's it. And it, well, it, and he comes in and he's like, he's like not trying to teach anybody how to like, like make you know, cocovan or something like that. He's like, 
He's like, here's what you can do. <laughs> Based on who you are. I'm going to teach you how to make guacamole. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to put yogurt in your guacamole for some fucking reason. Now, I'm trying to... I don't remember, like... I don't remember the cooking portion of the original Queer Eye. That was... I mean, I was going to ask you. This is what I was thinking. was like, what are we going to talk about on the show tonight? I wanted to ask you, what is your... Did you watch the original Queer Eye? Because we are... This is this is the thing where it might be our age difference, and also you are a boy. Yeah, no, I saw I saw boy. a fair amount of it? it. I saw a fair amount of it. I don't think like I I haven't watched every episode, um, but I remember specific ones. Uh, that was the show that taught me that uh, that then not not to be judgmental, but uh, that in general it's a good idea not to wear a toupee. Yeah, just own it. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah no I, I i saw a fair amount of it but yeah i can't remember if did you learn how to zhuzh your sleeves do you ever zhuzh i is that where you roll it to a certain point and then push it from there yeah yeah, yeah. okay i i actually know that because of somebody who was a window dresser for j crew and they taught me that one taught you um, how to zhuzh. yeah they also taught me to never shave against the grain because they were watching a guy shave against the grain and they all screamed. Um, but uh, but I but then I've heard differing accounts on whether you should shave against the grain. Yeah, this is I, I this is things I don't know due to not having uh, face hair. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so tell me about the new one. Oh, I want to talk a little bit more about the old one. Oh, OK. First because I, I really liked it. It was like 2000 two maybe mm-hmm. that that came out because I was in college and I watched it a bunch and there was a South Park episode that came out it sort of led to the term metrosexual existing remember the term metrosexual I do remember it now this that was because of South Park no no it was because of Queer Eye okay yes yes but there was a Queer Eye episode about uh, there was a South Park episode about being metrosexual mm-hmm and it was and it was like the guys in South Park, all the, the adult men becoming metrosexual and that then that the Fab Five were actually crab people. OK, yeah, I did not see that one. <laughs> crab people, crab people taste like crab, look like people. It was a good episode, <laughs> and this is again since I will I will I'm not I'm not going to defend South Park now, but in its heyday, it had a lot of good episodes, and I wrote a paper based on this episode for my sex and gender class. Wow, where I compared lesbian feminism to metrosexuality to metrosexuality, and I called it. Um, it was like les- lesbian feminism, metrosexuality, colon, how the crab people stole my sexual identity. <laughs> Marvelous. I mean, the assignment was write something about media, something. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was, it was like, uh, this was the this assignment. This was not out of left field. No, I was, I was fulfilling the assignment. It was yeah. write something about like a movie or a TV show or something or something. And I got a great grade on it. It was a really good paper. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, it, it is very, 
somebody did a tweet earlier today about metrosexuality and how like the whole thing was it was like men dressing somewhat nicely and engaging in basic hygiene yeah that's like the old the old queer eye from 15 years ago was definitely like it was specifically it was specifically queer eye for the straight guy and it was like we're gonna show up to some trolls house yeah some nightmare um nightmare there was one episode that they did where it was a gay guy and it was just a gay guy who just did not have his shit together at all. <laughs> yeah, in the later seasons, in the later seasons, they, they moved to like sometimes gay guys or maybe sometimes women. But it was still like they did, you know, a good five seasons of we will just, just come in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was nice. Um. But again, I don't remember anything about any of the individual uh, queer guys. Well, the food guy, since you brought up food guy, that was Ted Allen, who has since been the host of Chopped for. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I did remember Ted Allen. That was the only one I remembered. (laughs) And there was a time it was like maybe like 10 years ago, there was like a week where I just kept having romantic dreams about Ted Allen. Really? I can see that. Where I was like, Ted Allen, why won't you make out with me? And he's like, because I'm gay. And I'm like, <laughs> but come on. That's very funny to me. <laughs> You're trying to talk Ted Allen into it. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but no. And then I had another dream like three days later. It's just like, I don't, I don't even think I'd been watching a lot of, lots of, lot of Chopped at the time. It was just like... So for some reason, my subconscious really wants me to like make out with Ted Allen. Make out with Ted Allen. I mean, why wouldn't you? Of course, he's a catch. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a married man. Okay. Uh, so so yeah, tell me about the new ones. The new one. And it's does just... it break down as it did before? Where it was like, where like... each boy has a different thing. Yes. 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 It does. Okay. There's fashion boy, and that's tan. And then there's like hair and grooming boy, and that's Jonathan, who I I find interesting because he used to, or maybe still does, have a podcast that was on the Maximum Fun Network. So I was like, why do I recognize that name? I was like, oh, because he did Getting Curious. Huh. I don't know if he still does it. And then there's like the home decor guy who was Bobby, food guy, the robot Anthony. And then the, like, culture guy who's Karamo. But Karamo is less like, he's less like culture and more like, we're going to get in this car and, like, talk about your feelings. And then we're going to, like, unlock your deepest secret. <laughs> um kill you. So, so, so the whole thing with Antonio? Antony. Antony. Is it's A-N-T-O-N-I. That, is that maybe he's, like... He's working from the place where these guys are. Um, but like, yeah, I I have just heard I've heard shade thrown at Anthony. I know I love it. I love I love all of I love all of the Fab Five. They're all they're all wonderful boys. Uh, but there's uh, there was like at least one episode. I I've been sort of doling out the episodes slowly. I only of finished course. season one last night, and there was one episode where he just like. Anthony straight up did not do fucking anything. He had no role. He did not do a fucking thing. There was no food to be had in this. 
And the one I watched tonight, which was the first episode of season two, which is where they, they did, um, it was a woman who was the, the focus of it. Oh. And she was um, older Southern black woman who was named Miss Tammy. And it, I just cried my dick off through the whole episode because it was like, it was just, it was just the, the thing about, this is the thing I do. I realize, I realize I do a lot where I start to have a thought and then I interrupt myself. And I don't think there's anything I can do about that. That's just the way uh-huh. I talk. The thing about the new queer eyes, it's less about we're going to fix some nasty ass straight guy. And it's more about we're going to dismantle like toxic masculinity and like bad attitudes about we're going to we're going to heal. We're here yeah, to heal. Yeah. And it's a wonderful show. And I'm sure there's there's criticisms to be had about it, I'm sure, but I don't care. That's that's everything. <laughs> that's literally everything. Nothing 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 is without sin. But, you know, they they this woman who's like a pillar of her community and you know, she's she's always so hard working and they're like we're going to treat you and we're going to take care of you and fix up your your community center and have you have this lovely homecoming for your church and then your gay son is here and we're going to help him, you know, feel embraced in the community again. And Aww. it was just fucking, I just cried so much. Yeah, I can see that. That's nice. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It's very feel good TV. Yeah. Which good. That's what, that's what everyone needs right now. In this, in for this version, they, they seem to be very focused. I think they're like, everything has been in the Atlanta region. It's been in Georgia. So like, everybody is southern mm-hmm. and then you get like so you get like these moments where it's like you know somebody's like yeah i always you know thought being gay was you know an unforgivable sin and this this that but then they're like but now you know i've changed my mind and stuff like that yes yeah. that's it's really, really nice. lovely it's really lovely yeah it's like a, it's i mean not not to you know piss on the old show but I mean, it's, the times have changed. <laughs> yeah, the old show. I mean, the old show. I think was. I mean, two thousand. I think it started in two thousand one or two thousand two. Mm-hmm. Like it was really big for like moving gay was, into like, like to to have like a gay representation in the media that people liked. Yes, like that gay people exist. <laughs> Gay people exist, and they're not gonna do anything bad. They're here uh-huh. to help. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, I yeah, I it it is on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Okay, and it's just Queer Eye now, not Queer Eye for just Queer Eye because they did um, one of the episodes in the first season was for a gay guy, and I that was the first. I, like, people talk about crying in this show. And the first season, I didn't cry a lot. I mostly, like, I would watch the episodes and I would just be smiling so hard my face hurt. There's one episode I skipped because it was for, like, a Marine or a cop or something. And everybody uh-huh. told me, skip that one. Yeah. So I did. That's that's reasonable. You don't have for to some real, for, for that. For some, for some real MAGA chode. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Everybody, and, like, the episode, I it, like, accidentally started to to play and it like the episode starts with like an american flag with like them in their in their um gay pickup truck that they're all driving in and like them getting pulled over and the guy who's pulling them over is the is their 
guy and it's and the guy who's driving is black and it's just like oh my god (laughs) this isn't this isn't this could go very poorly in real life this isn't cute or funny i don't like it and so everybody told me to skip that episode so i did not watch that episode but everything else is great and they did one episode with a gay guy and it was you know really you know really wonderful and i cried a lot because it was like him coming out to his stepmom and it was really sweet and i know that in season two there's a trans guy and you know this this first they they started the first season with a woman so it's just like and another thing i like is um in the old show i guess sort of gave the impression that they had they had the um the home decor guy whose name i can't remember um it gave the impression that he was like fixing everything by himself that he was like doing this whole job in like a week that he was like transforming their apartment. Yeah. This one, they're like, no, we're going to show you Bobby's contractors. (laughs) That's good. I like that. (laughs) Bobby did not do this all all by himself. (laughs) Uh, That sounds really nice. I should watch that. I like, I'm, we're still going through Brooklyn nine, nine on like the nights that, we are not in bed immediately. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, sorry, go ahead. That's a good, that's a good show. Yeah. On Father's As, Day, I watched Lady Snowblood, which I hadn't seen before. Yeah, you had a very good, would you like to talk about your very good Father's Day? It was pretty good. I mean, we, I, I will say, I will say, uh, since we did not record that week, I mean, obviously we record on Sundays. Last Sunday was Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really, it was nice. Um, it seemed like you had a really lovely one. Yeah, there uh, there are some stressful bits, but that's you know just... any given day, especially well, as a father. Yes, we we had to go down to Gowanus. Kristen had a haircut appointment, and like Go Gowanus, notably not a lot of shade in Gowanus. It is all concrete and then a horrible creek. Uh, that's... Not a lot of tall buildings in Gowanus. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, it. it, it, it uh, a lot of that, there was like an hour where it was just me pushing around a baby carriage, worrying terribly that Izzy was, I'm, I'm always, she's got really fair skin, so I'm always she's a baby, so worried. Yeah. yeah uh, I mean, she's a white baby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you don't get much fairer than being a white baby. Yes. So like every time we go out now, I basically make her look like a war boy. Like <laughs> she's slathered. just, she's so slathered. And of course the funny thing is I always forget to do anything Put it on yourself. mine yeah yeah of course so um so like i i've gotten a bunch of color but like she has not um it is obvious uh, when you can get you got color but not a burn yeah yeah i which i think that may just be the the stage of skin damage on me is that i i don't really burn as much anymore <laughs> you're not you're not a you're you're not overly pale no no i'm not very pale um I am excessively pale and I do you burn really easily or do you not? Burn really I do easily? not burn very easily. Yeah. I burn super easily. Mm. Uh, what's do you like, you know what I wish? I wish there was a button on my shower that when I was done getting clean, I could hit the button and it would then spray. spray I would close my SPF. eyes. It would spray me with a zinc formula <laughs> because like Let's do a little turnaround. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, just like those, uh, basically I just need the like airbrush tan, but well, I just need that like zinc spray oxide. sunscreen. Yeah. We actually got some that is zinc oxide suspended in coconut oil and it is very weird. 
And it's also like we're at the time of year now where I just have to get used to the fact that I'm always going to feel like there's a layer of sweat on me and then yeah. floating on the layer is a is lipids, which is like moisturizer and sunscreen. And like earlier, Kristen was like, wow, you're sweating a lot. Are you really hot? And I'm like, no, it's it's summer. <laughs> My body has just decided that I should be sweating at all times now. <laughs> Yeah, when I was when I went on my trip to the Caribbean, like my my friend who I went with, uh, my former roommate Susanna, she is just about as pale as I am, mm-hmm. and so we were loaded to bear yeah, with sunscreen, yeah. and she had the spray stuff, and we in in the hotel room um, we had what we called the sex shower because there was just like this big frosted glass shower in the middle of the hotel room. That's that seems like. Something that if you're staying with a friend might be a little weird just in terms of like it was you would you would learn a lot about how your friend showers. It was weird. It was weird. <laughs> it was very weird. I think we ended up neither of us ended up showering while the other one's in the room. That's reasonable. But it still was weird. But we would go into the shower to like like spray because we had spray to just slather ourselves down with with sunscreen. And effectively, you're still standing in the room with the other person. Yeah. It's like, I can still see your nude silhouette. Form. (laughs) That's, I mean, that's a very good device. But we had lived together for five years, so it it wasn't that weird. Yeah. Uh, That's a very good device for, like, like a, like, like a slow burn. uh, But it actually, we discussed, it actually would have been a very bad shower to have sex in like actually have sex in because there was like nothing to grab onto. Yeah. It was just like slick walls. You wouldn't yeah, like, and maybe this is why people in retirement communities have a lot of sex, but I would say the best sex to those, have. Yeah. There's like it's a, there's a seat in the shower. You've got grab, you've got grabber arm things like you got like the, the pole there. Yeah, exactly. Um, just saying. Is all. Not worried about getting pregnant. You're just gonna get gonorrhea. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Do you see that thing about? I think it's Iceland. Apparently has the like highest rate of chlamydia. Huh. Uh. Surprising. I would not think that. Um. They seem so clean. No. Everybody could get STDs. I don't want to. I don't want to um, shame. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um. What else is new? Or what were we talking about before we got into uh, sex shower? Oh, oh, uh, um, oh, yeah, sunscreen. So then, um, your father's I, day. Yes. So then, when she did fall asleep, I was like, "Wait a second! There's a tap room nearby. I know this. I smelled it. Yeah. Um, and it's Strong Rope um, Brewery, and it's actually really interesting. The woman was talking so. The, the woman who was bartending, who also does, like, all their social media and, like, manages the place, she, she seems very cool. She's I know this from, like, being there before where she was talking about old school fantasy and sci-fi with a bunch of people. Like, yeah. uh, but she, so her dog hangs out there. And somebody was like, oh, is there, like, a health code thing? And she was like, well, actually, we're technically a farm tap room, like... They because um, more than twenty percent of their like materials come from New York State. I think they're actually up to like ninety percent of their materials come from New York State. 
they're they have the same licensing as a uh like like if you went to a brewery on a farm and so they can have a dog around but they can't have ice (laughs) but so i sat there for you know an hour or so and Kristen came and then we sat there for a while longer and it was pretty nice and uh yeah it was it was a nice father's day and then you went home and you watched ladies yeah lady snowblood what's Uh, lady snowblood oh it's it's a kung fu it's like a kung fu revenge movie nice um yeah so it's a lot definitely something that quentin tarantino is directed to okay so it turns out lady snowblood is just it's like all of the interesting stylistic stuff from kill bill he just took from lady snowblood (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, I will say, I love Kill Bill. Yeah, me too. I think it's, I mean, Quentin Tarantino is not a good man. Yeah, yeah. But I like many of the things he has done. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, it was, it was like much the same where it's like, um, like, and like, uh, obviously it's not like he's hidden that, but it's just... No, no. Every, all of the refer- all of the references. Yeah, he's Quentin Tarantino is not a guy who who like pretends he invented this. He's, sure. he's yeah. He's more going hey. But like hey. once you start to like, like I feel like if you watch a video that's like here's all these references in Kill Bill, it actually diminishes your appreciation of Kill Bill. Maybe. Yeah, I've never I've never done that. Uh, yeah, just like... uh, only a monster would. Sorry, anybody who's done that. Absolutely. Nobody who. Those kind of monsters don't listen to this show. Cinema Sins, Kill Bill. This show is definitely, it's listened to by a lot of librarians. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Graphic designers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People who work from home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it was a good Father's Day. This, this weekend... Oh wait, did I sign up? Did you get a did you get a, a present? Did you get any presents? I did. I got a mug slash so it's like a like a parent child set where it's a stoneware mug and then a little like cup out of the same stoneware like design uh for the kid and uh I have used that mug every day since. <laughs> it's become my mug. I washed it at night. Yay! Um, That's so cute. Thank you. But um, no, we had a we had a really fun time. We signed. Oh, we signed up for the Y. Oh, is there? Where is the Brooklyn Y? Well, there's a bunch of them. Um, There's not one very close to me, unfortunately. But uh, there is like, um, we it's over in Park Slope at like Ninth Ninth Avenue and like uh, Sixth Street. Or 6th Avenue and 9th Street. That's it. Yeah, um, yeah, So it's like a 30-minute walk for us. Um, and we... Because we've been talking about getting Izzy into swim, swimming lessons for a while. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So we had signed her up. And then on a yesterday morning, we went to... Um, we went to... Uh, to the Y. Because we were going to go to yoga. And a bunch of things happened where we ended up not being able to go to the yoga class. And the whole thing is there's, like, childcare there. So she can stay there for two hours while we do our stuff. And then, but when we got there, we noticed there's a class where it was people doing yoga with their toddlers. Oh. And I, like, accosted a man as he was leaving. And I was like, sir. <laughs> like, I was like, what, like, what are you guys doing? 
like what class is this and he's like oh well it's actually a um it's called uh gym and swim and it's like you do a you do yoga with your kid and then you do like an hour in the swimming pool as well and i was like that's exactly what i would like to do (laughs) yeah so yeah so we're um so we actually switched our thing over to that and so we're pretty excited that's um, wonderful. Yeah, it'll be really I did, fun. I did. My mom was a bit into yoga in in the seventies when it was very when it first became cool to be doing yoga. Yeah. And, uh, and um, when I was a little kid, like she had a couple yoga books, and I would do yoga with her as a kiddo. <laughs> That's very cute. Back um, in, back back in the eighties, before it was. No, when it was first trendy, not before it was trendy. When yeah. it was first very trendy. first trendy. So Izzy knows how to do a bunch of yoga because of, uh, I guess they do yoga at her um, at daycare. Not I guess they do do yoga at her daycare. So like every now and I then, I don't know what she does. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> These kids playing hours Fortnite. when I don't have to even think about her. It's great. No, <laughs> that's that's my impression of opposite Mark Pop. Aww. No, I mean like. It is nice to go to, like, being at the Y and just being able to, like, leave her and not be, like, that there are adults. Well, okay, I did, I did, like, have my phone with me at all times in case they needed to call me, but. Yeah. <laughs> that I think that's kind of standard parenting, to be honest. But um, it is nice to, like, just not have someone around or not have not to be worried about her for a little bit but um uh what was i saying you know if if i had a a pool if i had the ability to swim regular like if i had access easy access to a pool i would swim every fucking day pools are fantastic swimming Um, is great it's the best exercise you can do in my opinion Mm -hmm. i did a pilates class today and when i went in it was a lot of old people uh, like literally Kristen and I were, uh, the youngest people by probably at least 20 years, if not more. And all of these old people were way more flexible than I am and had a lot more core strength. What is Pilates? So Pilates is, it's, okay, also, it, I don't know what Pilates is. I know I'm it's just a punchline, but what else is it? <laughs> I think that it was actually like when yoga was unfashionable, Pilates was fashionable and then it switched back. But it's like it's like it's just like different stretching. That's just not stealing from brown people. Yeah, it's like uh, I think it's it was actually based in ballet stuff. Um, But it's like um, like movement practice um, and like building up muscle groups. And so I have a I've got their balls. Do you do like stuff with a. Yeah, I we did stuff with a roller today. Um, but like um yeah, it I have a really I have like a troll body where I have gotten my legs and back very strong, but my upper body and like my abdomen are extremely weak and it's like oh I have done this so I can lift. I was about to say you can lift a toddler. Yeah, lift couches and toddlers and bike. But like, if I do, if I do not have use of my legs and like back, I am like I am the weakest thing on earth. 
<laughs> and he was like, oh, if I don't use those muscles, I cannot sit up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am I am weak all over. There is no part of me that is strong. Maybe my 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 fingers. <laughs> do you do that handshake where you crush the other person's hand? No, I don't. I I'm still I'm fucking thirty six years old, and I still feel awkward when I shake somebody's hand. It's weird. You do, the thing you have to do is to get it on your like on your terms. You have to do the thing where you scratch the middle of their palm with your finger. You do it. <gasps> what? <laughs> and then like a snake tongue comes out of your mouth. <laughs> You are operating from double scorpion. <laughs> it is like, that is like such a weird, like every time I meet some dude, and of course it's always a dude, and he does that handshake to me. So it does the crush. I'm always like, what the, f-? like, are we actually, is this real? Like, are, are we you actually doing this? Doing this? <laughs> like, it's weird that you're doing this right now, but whatever, man, like. I have like I have really really small hands. Mm-hmm. I have really I have like I have really small hands, and I used to have really small feet, but my feet have been getting bigger as I get older. I think, I think that as, happens. If that happens. They don't tell you that happens, mm-hmm. but I went up a shoe size at least, and, I, and they don't they don't tell you that as you get, get older, the your weight will just spread your feet we'll out. Pancake your feet. We'll pancake your feet out, and I'm just like, oh my god, I was. I was a six and a half for so long, and now I'm up to a seven, maybe a seven and a half. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I bought some shoes recently. They didn't fucking fit at all. Oh, and I, I thought I was going to return them to Amazon, but then I didn't. So now I just have these shoes. I mean, you've got fit. a while to return things to Amazon, I will say. Nope, I didn't. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, That box sat on my coffee table for a month. The return period has passed. <laughs> I should put them out in the hall. Free uh, shoes, size seven. Take them. Um. Yeah. I threw that fifty dollars in a hole. <laughs> this was a good. I I did. I bought. Uh, well, I I think I might have talked about this when we, were, we we talked about my how I wanted to like like Kitch Whitney. We talked. About yes. It. Yes. Gen X cosplay. Gen X cosplay. Kitch Whitney. And I thought. I mean, the the conclusion I came to that is I need to get more leopard print in my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I bought a shirt off of Torrid, uh-huh. uh, which is a uh, plus-size retailer. And it was the only – it was literally – they had one left, and it was in my size. And it was a raglan. It was a baseball shirt, oh. which is what I wear. I own yeah. at least 20 raglan baseball shirts where the sleeves were leopard print and the rest of it was black. And it was, it was, there was only, there was literally only one left and it was in my size and it never came. What? And like, I got, I checked and it said it was delivered, but it was not delivered. And I assumed that it had been stolen, but apparently it was not stolen. It just made its way back to Torrid. So I got my $30 back. Can you, are you like... Can you also send that back to me because... No, I'm sorry. I've spent $30. Oh, okay. <laughs> $30 was spent on the whiskey I'm drinking right now. Um, yeah, I... But it was like the the shoe the shoe I bought that doesn't fit and I did not return, that is $50 that has been thrown into a hole. The... Oh, God, I was also mad. I bought... I got to get my mailbox fixed. My mailbox doesn't... The lock on it doesn't work. 
and my buzzer is broken. Is your buzzer still broken? Well, I called I called the landlord on Friday, and I think their office is closed on Friday. Um, and I left a message, so I'm gonna wait tomorrow and maybe get a call back, and then. Uh-huh. And if I don't get a call back, I'll call I'll call them again. Because I, I did actually, you know, this was this was Friday. I was I was feeling a little a little iffy on Friday. I felt had a little bit of those irrational. Everybody's mad at me thoughts. Like, yeah. yeah. Times, and but then I was like, no, I'm gonna power through this. I'm a strong person. And I texted my super, and I was like, hey, my buzzer's broken. Can you fix that? And he's like, no, we don't fix that. You got to call the company. And I was like, I'll do it. And I did. I left a message. And I'm just going to wait. and Because I live such a delivery-heavy lifestyle. Yeah, there is not an option where you don't get this buzzer fixed. And this, I feel proud of myself. Yeah. With, that I'm not just, I'm not just allowing it to be like, well, this sucks now. Yeah, this is this is the new forever. This is the new normal is where my life is worse. Yeah. I have been in the middle of a uh a th- like a USPS thing. You have been I've for seen literally the last month. I hate those tweets so much because uh, they're I such mean... like the white person there's, like sir, sir. Yeah, sir. exactly. And like so part of the thing is is that I also, like, I genuinely like the U.S. Postal Service, and I think that postal banking should be a thing, and I I regret the fact that they're constantly being undermined by uh, Republicans and everything, and, um, but the U.S. Postal Service is also extremely bad at delivering mail to me right now. Yeah. Um, where, like... The U.S. Postal Service, specifically in Brooklyn... Yes. Sucks a dick. Yeah, it's very bad. Like... I, uh, so so the other day I looked through all of my tweets that had USPS in them and they're all just me bitching about like different things. But like in my defense, um, like what that was, was like, uh, I had ordered a present for Kristen that was uh, like stoneware and the box was marked fragile, and underneath where it was marked fragile was a huge hole that somebody had poked in the box with something. Jesus <laughs> and like, so yeah, this is a thing where they said it was delivered, and it wasn't delivered, and it's been going all over the place. But like, not only is that the problem, like, I've been calling the like regional supervisor, and uh, often the phone will just ring for twenty minutes and then cut off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, it's, I mean, it is like a thing where it's like, this is what it's like when there is no chance of you getting fired. So you like don't really have to like, like nobody has voicemail. <laughs> and... is, I went, I had survived. Like, I mean, I lived, I lived in Brooklyn for six years. Um, avoiding like when when i would get the get the slip that was like your package is available for pickup i would just be like i'm not getting that package then yeah (laughs) but it was it was specifically it was a birthday present from my brother and i Mm. and i knew it was a birthday present from my brother so i went and also now i like now i only work part-time so i like get off work at like two or three so i have time to go to the post office in the middle of the day so i actually went to my local post office and got to enjoy the best of humanity. The post office. <laughs> a Brooklyn post office. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Ugh. I don't know. I just, I feel so bad, like, complaining about this shit. But it is, like, <laughs> it's, like, every time I order something, it's, like, will it ever arrive? And also, this is the thing where, because they reported it delivered, the company that sent it to me, their insurance will not pay for it. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I can't get either the package or get them to admit that it wasn't actually delivered to me, I you am fucked. out 80 bucks. <laughs> and uh, and I have wasted 80 bucks in the past on things, but, like, this was also... 80 bucks, 80 bucks, like... That's that's over the line. Where like, like, I feel like, I mean, again, with these shoes, these shoes, they were, like, 43 bucks. And I think that's... That's like the top layer of like top layer of my money. I can just throw into a toilet. Um, and like, it's like, this was a thing. Can you imagine what it'd be like? Hang on. Just let's just pretend. What would it be like if like 80 bucks was like nothing? That is mind boggling to me. So the thing is I got my, these are like little, it's, it's, uh, felt notion things for, um, for knitting. It's like a needle wallet and some stuff. And it's the thing that I'd literally gone back and forth on getting for a year. And then I got it for myself for my birthday. And then <laughs> this whole thing happened. And like the company, no! I got it with the company and they were like, well, you know, we could, we could like, we can't replace them, but you could get them again and we'd give you a discount. And I was like, every time I would look at them for the rest of my life, I would think about how those were the things that I bought twice <laughs> and i would feel yeah. like a huge yeah. i would yeah. feel it would yeah. make me hate myself and so true. no i cannot so accept this so true so true um yeah but uh, buying things yeah it's terrible i don't care for it no it, it like i don't know it's like i have a weird relationship with money where like it I become so anxious um, when I get stuff, but I also, I do feel that like urge to buy things to satiate my nerves. I mean, all I do in therapy is talk about my relationship with money. Uh, mm-hmm. but <laughs> what was the last like thing that wasn't like a food or a drink or experience that you bought yourself or that you bought at all? And that doesn't have to be for yourself. Um, I don't necessarily. I well, I like I signed up for a Kickstarter. Um, that counts. Yeah, yeah, that counts for the RPG. Uh, oh wait, well, I guess the latest thing I signed up for uh, that queer uh, for queer kids stuff. Um, it was a, a Kickstarter for it's a, a YouTube show that's like uh, talking about queer issues aimed at kids. Because um, nice. we watch it on YouTube sometimes. And I was like, you guys should have another season. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember what the last, like, concrete thing. I mean, oh, no, I guess it was this shirt that I didn't get. And, oh. then I also, and then I also ordered some yoga pants that I also didn't get. Uh. But then got returned, and then I got refunded. So I was just okay. like, well, that's a place. Yeah. But I got, oh, I'd gotten them on sale for, it was $19 including shipping. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, it's a bummer. Um, 
and like I have stuff delivered to my work because ostensibly like there's people to accept packages at my work except no matter what day I order something on it invariably arrives on a Saturday when there is not somebody to yeah. receive it. God, the whole thing where I, I got you, it was like a birthday present or whatever, that that book I got oh, you. Oh, yeah. That, that was like, through... it I'm, was a nightmare. I'm trying well, to I mean, part of, part of the problem was I put down the wrong address at first. Okay, that is true. <laughs> I put down the wrong address. And... Did I tell you about the coffee table that we got at our apartment? and it's so this west elm coffee table arrived for our apartment but it was for or for our building but it was for an apartment that did not exist um and so at first i just assumed that it was um like that it was for the people upstairs so i just let it hang out for a while you live in a you live in a building that only has a couple of units yes yes just the just the two so only um, two units yeah only two units so so I assumed it was for somebody up there, and just nobody got it. And then I assumed it was for the people next door, so I asked them. Then finally I actually looked at it, and then there was a name that I didn't recognize and a phone number, and I called the guy. And the guy was like, oh, UPS like, and West Elm, these f- like fools, they don't understand what they're doing. And he was like, "They, uh, I live on Washington Avenue in Manhattan. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and like, and, but the thing is, he clearly typed like the address as it is printed is Brooklyn, like the the zip code and everything are the same, but whatever. But like, so we're talking and he does not seem very interested in getting the coffee table from me. Well, if he lives on Washington Avenue in Manhattan, it seems. Yeah. It's a bit of a schlep, but like he was like, Oh, I got a charge back from Amex, but you can see if UPS will pick it up and deliver to you. And I was like, well, this isn't your coffee table anymore. My dude. This is now a free-floating coffee table because you did not pay anything for it. And, like, I could sell you this coffee table now, but, um... So, I eventually just sold it to somebody online. <laughs> nice! I was about to say, do you now have a coffee table? No, it was... It didn't match our interior. It didn't fit. It didn't fit. <laughs> but, um... Anyway, it's not a very interesting story where I sold somebody else's coffee table, but, um... That's the mercenary life of when living was... in... New York City, baby! I was trying to explain to the person who bought it why they could never return it to West Elm, but at the same time, like, not be like, I got this for nothing, and I am charging you several hundred dollars for it. (laughs) I was like, it was a shipping error, and no one wanted it back. (laughs) Let's not talk about this anymore. I think if you buy something secondhand, you assume you can't return it. That's true. That's That's just facts. Um... But uh, anyway, uh, a New York post office chat. New York post office chat. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So, oh, anyway, so I finally got the supervisor on the phone and then he was leaving for several days. And then, of course, he was. the person that he was passing it to was out of the office and then she was in the office, but she didn't answer her phone for the four times I called. And then at 3.30, she was out of the office again. <laughs> of course. God, I would love... <sighs> it is amazing I where mean, it's like... to get, like, a, a bureaucracy job. Where, like, the method that somebody would have to use to complain about you is itself extremely Byzantine and involves, like, filling out forms. 
So like, except I couldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to pull it off because I care too much about yeah, people and I'm yeah. too nice. And to be honest, the supervisor that I did talk to before he left for several days, um, did seem like <laughs> he did seem interested in like a Sherlock Holmesian way in like figuring out what had <laughs> happened to my package. Um, I sure hope we solve this mystery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I. I feel bad complaining, but uh, it does no, stink. Man. Uh, you bought a thing and you didn't get it. That stinks. Yeah. Uh, That's a fair thing to complain about. Yeah. I, I mean, I know there's worse problems in the world, but we all get to complain. Yeah, that's true. I just, Well, again, like I, like, I know that the USPS is underfunded consistently and things like, and like, the government wants to shut USPS down, so we have to use UPS or FedEx all the time, which is like... The service I have received from UPS and FedEx, Woof. not not better. <laughs> like, uh, th- those are not like better options for me. <laughs> I do almost always get the packages I order from Amazon, but th- but that's because they're employing their own private slave force. Yeah, yeah, that's so. that's another weird. There, there's a thing where, um, a lot of times if you order from Amazon, uh things will show up on your list as having been delivered at like 7:30 but the they actually don't come to your building until like 9:30 or 10 and that's because the packages are due at 7:30 so the drivers just pull over and mark everything delivered because otherwise they'll get like penalized by Amazon <gasps> and it's like oh god um it's Folks, it's bad. <laughs> Impossible to live an ethical life. Yes, we've decided this. Um, Which is why I can continue to write my Detroit Become Human fan fiction. <laughs> so, oh wait, 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 wait! There, you did have a correction you wanted to provide. Did I? About the game. Oh, heavy, heavy rain. rain. About the game, heavy rain. Yes, that's right. In the last episode, I said heavy rain. It's not that bad. Heavy Rain, not that offensive. I replayed Heavy Rain this week. Um, it's very bad and incredibly offensive. I had misremembered it because in the previous times I played it, I only played the parts I liked. And that's the thing about David Cage games. If you only play the parts you like, and that's the thing about David Cage games, there's always parts that you like. Mm-hmm. There's always a couple of good parts, which makes yes. it worse in the end. Yes. It's like... It's like there's something good in some of this shit. And then you're like stuck in the shit going like, but there's a diamond in here, mm-hmm. even though I'm covered in shit. And so I, I, I continued um, Cage Match 2K18 and streamed all of Heavy Rain, which I had remembered as a game I liked a lot. And then playing it again, I realized it was a game I did not like at all. Mm-hmm. And I found mortally offensive like mm-hmm. nauseatingly so because i had um there's a female character it's his uh, name is madison and she's like a plucky journalist and there's a whole part like oh, god there's like a whole section where this is this is just the new the new segment on our our show where we just complain complaining about david, about david cage games <laughs> 
there's like like first there's there's a whole section where like she goes first off none of the game makes sense the plot makes no fucking sense it is badly written and like you could like wave that away but it's like oh it's a thriller you know thriller movies don't make any sense whatever yada 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 no the when you're when you're playing it for the fifth time you're like <laughs> this is infuriating how badly this plot makes no sense this this plot needed two characters in it and you put four and this is why I I had thought the game was kind of good because I had been replaying the scenes with just like the two characters who made kind of sense. But uh, Madison, the journalist, is like she's going to this house to investigate a thing, and then it turns out the guy is like a torturer and ties her up to something, and like you have oh, to release boy. yourself to to keep him from like stabbing you with a saw, or with a drill in your guts, and then you have to kill him. And then, and then the literal next scene with Madison after she has escaped this murder dungeon and killed a man is like, I'm going to go to this club and walk real sexy and like figure out how to seduce this incredibly racist uh, <laughs> caricature of somebody who's named, you know, just, you know, generic Hispanic name here who's oh, being played boy. by a white guy. And, and <laughs> wow, still Clancy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Clancy was. No, that's the thing about Heavy Rain is it didn't have any good real actors in it, and the acting. Oh, I I forgot how bad the acting was. I was like, oh boy, this is really bad acting. This is, it's like yikes. It's like at least I mean, I think people have been fooled by Detroit Become Human because it's got real actors in it who are good at acting. Yes. And I'm like, no, but listen to what they're saying. <laughs> I know their mouths are so pretty, but their listen. <laughs> and they're good. They're good at saying words. You have to listen to the words they say. Listen to the words they're saying. Um, and like she's she's got this this scene where it's like I have to attract the attention of this. You know, he's like he's like wearing like a leopard print jacket. And is, oh. and she's like, I'm going to like, she goes and she's like, I have to be sexy. So she goes into the bathroom and like tears off part of her skirt and like unbuttons part of her That's shirt. what they do in Spice World. <laughs> and don't, don't malign the great film Spice World. <laughs> and then she's, she's, she's dancing near and the guy's like, oh, yes, you want to come up to my room? Uh, only worse than that. <laughs> and then he like starts to force her to strip but at gunpoint and then you have the option to like hit him in the head with a lamp but if you don't figure out that you can hit him in the head with a lamp he will force you to strip at gunpoint down to your underpants and then duh and yeah then you kick him in the nuts a lot and i guess that makes it better but it doesn't yeah yeah i'm just like like i was like ah right yeah i forgot how incredibly infuriatingly bad david cage is with anything having to do with women I was like, I was like nauseated after having to play. And I was like, I was just, if you listen to my, my, my stream, it's just me going, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I mean, I guess the thing that, that still, I realized after all this, I'm like, I don't understand why David Cage gets to keep making these games or these, like these properties. Like, because, People buy them because they're you yeah, buy them okay, because sorry. they're they're very technically they're they're like technically very good. They're like they look amazing, they sound amazing. 
Yeah, I guess as, what I should have said is I did not really understand if they were popular. Like, if if lots of people do buy these games. Like, like this is this is what's killing me, is that a lot of people are like, that I've now seen a lot of people being like, oh, Detroit Become Human was so amazing. Like, the story just moved me so much. And I'm like, how? It was... <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, God. And I mean, I come, I come at this as somebody who is full of sin and is like, is shipping some characters from this game and is like into that. But I yes. recognize that I am problematic. I am being extremely yes. problematic. I am a problem, <laughs> and I feel I I I feel literally guilty about it, and uh, have been full of anxiety that people are going to stop liking me. <laughs> yeah. But it's a bad game with a bad story. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Um, I am sorry to hear that, friend. <laughs> David Cage, man. But no, no. My, I would like to, yeah, to replace my my previous statements that Heavy Rain was not that bad and change it to Heavy Rain is extremely it's bad, quite bad, extremely bad, and very offensive. Yeah. And somebody asked, "Is it better or worse than Detroit Become Human?" And I was like. Both. I mean, yeah, it doesn't have good acting. Uh, like nobody, like it, this might just be like the plot that I, the way I played the game, and I, I feel like, I feel like the female characters, the main female character gets out of it without being sexually threatened, which has been a problem in all other david cage games oh god but i haven't heard about that i didn't uh, the way i played it it never came up like she is threatened with physical violence and then i murdered the man who did it and it was Mm -hmm. fine um but nobody like makes her strip at gunpoint or tries to sexually assault her so (laughs) i guess that's fine (laughs) i guess that's better that's better so at least but she, she well it's mostly because she her role is like mom she's like the mother role so yeah. we can't murder her try to rape her yeah because she is mom mm-hmm. um you just did you are you cracking I, I just cracked a cold one <laughs> do we have some uh some asm bar ASM bar. Well, if you're cracking a cold one, I might want to um, go to a series of lectures in a nearby ah, town. Hit it, hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about potato salad. Okay, hit me. I mean, we talked a little bit of potato salad on uh, on the Jeech this week. Oh, in the pro- yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it the Jeech because it upsets people. Yeah, it did upset me. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. People don't like it, and that's why it makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. But uh, yes, so there's two divergent schools of potato salad. Yeah. The firebenders and the airbenders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Air is mayonnaise. Fire is vinegar. Um. There is so so. Th- so I am, um, I like both potato salads. I will say. I mean, in my opinion, you can't go wrong with a potato salad. Mm-hmm. Period. Uh, I grew up very much saturated in the mayonnaise-heavy southern potato salad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I have 
I my father-in-law is German and so and he has a his particular German potato salad which I I enjoy very greatly which is a um, vinegar based one that has bacon in it that is like like burned bacon Mm -hmm. uh, which I very much enjoy Uh, I have no judgment on potato salad although I did I saw something about like people putting grapes in potato salad that's just fucked up I have like I have learned I've developed a sick fetish where I'll enjoy a raisin in a chicken salad every now and then oh sure you know I'll give it a I mean I have come around really hard on raisins yes in the past 10 yeah. years I think a curry chicken salad with with a raisin in it I yeah. love it um, it's good but uh but I can't I can't countenance fruit in my potato salad I don't think because like with a chicken salad you've got like the like chicken is a little bit tougher on the texture yeah yeah um now when we when we you brought this up to me I was actually thinking about one thing that I feel weird about in potato salad. And then you specifically asked me about that thing, which is... Hard-boiled eggs and potato salad. Hard-boiled eggs and potato salad. And my reasoning is, I feel like it depends on the size of the, like, dicing. Because I've gotten potato salad before where I've just gotten half of an egg in there. Um, And I've bit into what I thought was a piece of potato... It was egg. And that that is a wild texture ride if you're not expecting it. Because I, I, I thought of it because when I was getting myself a drink just now, I have in the fridge cooling, I, I boiled some potatoes earlier to make potato salad. Nice. And I realized I had not bought enough potatoes. Oh. So I also boiled some eggs. Mmm. Nice. Um, I made for Izzy tonight for dinner, I made fried rice. Like and I did the thing where you cook the rice and then you shove it in the fridge to try and cool it really quickly. <laughs> and it was a thing that it was like, oh, I'll whip this up with some leftovers, and it ended up being way more involved than it needed to be. But it did render a fried rice that I would regard as edible. Very good. Uh, well, also like I wanted her to get some protein, but she's like become she's she's runs very hot and cold on eggs. So I was like, how can I sneak an egg into this baby? And the answer was fried rice. Anyway, sorry, can continue the potato salad. How do you feel about dill in a potato salad? I got a big bunch of dill and it's going in my potato salad. So it's, it's, good. I have, I'm, I'm going the recipe I'm going with is a horseradish potato salad. It's and it doesn't have mayo. It has sour cream. Mmm. That's interesting. So sour cream, horseradish. Dill, a little bit of mustard, some vinegar. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I I, I accept this. That sounds very good. I mean, are you a pro or anti-mayo man? I am I'm pro-mayo. I had a little mayo earlier today. Um, I uh, I enjoyed I'm, it. I'm strongly pro-mayo. Yeah, yeah. My uh, Kristen is very anti-mayo. And Izzy, we did like a... Like, um, like a lone wolf and cub style thing where I gave her a fry that had mayo on it and she put it in her mouth and then she made like a, so recently she's gotten into dipping things, but then she will not eat the thing that is dipped. She'll just suck the sauce off of it. 
so she respectable yeah so she dipped a so i gave her a a mayo dipped fry and she sucked the mayo off and made a terrified face but then then she like dipped a fry in mayo on her own and like thoughtfully chewed it so she's still up and she's still chaotic neutral on mayo she's still figuring out mayo mayo Mm -hmm. neutral chaotic Mm -hmm. mayo chaotic mayo Mm. i feel like that's a goat's joke wow about evil mayo made with evil eggs oh i mean i have been playing a lot of stardew valley hmm. uh yeah you you did a big stone stardew valley stream that is true i've been playing i've been playing i've been streaming a lot of stardew valley and i did stream stardew valley while stoned and it was great stardew valley is very good to play while high that is very good because um, it gives me just enough to focus on. Yeah, yeah. And well, the the clock moves ahead about ten minutes every, I don't know, twenty thirty seconds in the the in game clock, which mm-hmm. like feels right when you're stuck. <laughs> um, yes, that is that is how time should be moving. When you're like, <laughs> when you're like, I've looked at the clock and it's it says ten fifty. And then a million years pass, and you look at it again in Stardew Valley, and it says 11, and I'm like, well, that checks out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when time slows down, the only answer is to speed time up. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I've been, I've been, like, smoking a little recently, and the thing it does for me is that I want to listen to classical music while cleaning my kitchen. I, this is why I'm like, hey, Mark, you want to come over and get high? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's very funny because I was thinking about like, oh, my 20s, I would get high and I would watch the same episodes of an animated television program over and over again. And in my 30s, now I get high and I just clean the kitchen. <laughs> and I, I feel bad. Like I was talking to Kristen. And I was like, I, I am always a little embarrassed when I smoke because i feel like i'm essentially stealing your partner for the night like because i like i'm not very good at conversation etc cetera, etc cetera. and she's like yeah but you do all the dishes <laughs> and i don't want to do so last night i did all the dishes and i like folded a bunch of laundry and did a couple loads of laundry and everything. oh my god you're you're productive high it's, that's okay also when i'm high i start making good decisions like I will stretch my legs and stuff. I will like make tea for myself. Um, I will have some ice cream, but not a lot of ice cream. Like what the fuck, it's it's like. I mean, the Mark, lesson you need learned, to be a little high all the time. I know the lesson learned is that my conscious mind is like a horrible goblin. <laughs> your 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 sober mind. Your your yeah, non- my sober mind is bad it's bad at this um yeah so the i've been very surprised that uh that high me is like much better like like 10 30 high me goes to bed now i will say we didn't talk about it last time because we were overwhelmed by david yeah, cage yeah. but i did like it was like a, almost a month ago at this point or whatever it's like three weeks ago I spent the whole weekend high and watching the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yes. Which is, I think, a good thing to do. They get, I mean, the first one, I got a little scared by the skeletons. Mm, they are spooky. And then I went to bed and was a little afraid of ghosts. 
And then I watch the other two, and they're I think they're very confusing no matter what. <laughs> but I definitely didn't know what was going on. Uh, and, but I, I, I recommend, if you're going to... I mean, spend a weekend watch. I, I didn't watch the fourth, fifth, and sixth ones, because who cares? They... they <laughs> Yeah. I'm not in it. I'm yeah, not in like, it. I'm not many... in it for Jack Sparrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, big mistake on Hollywood's part is to assume that. Well, actually, not a big mistake. I'm sure there's. No, they've clearly done. They've. Cl- they're. They're clearly. Yeah. I mean, how clearly, many it's making money. Are there now? Six. Jesus, really? Yes. And like, who's in the latter three? We got Captain Jack. And, and that's then, it? I don't know, Salma Hayek is in it, I think? I don't know. God. Remember when it was a big reveal that his dad was, like, fucking... Um, uh... Not Mick Jagger, the other guy. Other yeah, guy. yeah, not even Mick Jagger. Um, Keith Richards. Keith Richards. That was the big because reveal. Because the whole thing was, like, he's Johnny Depp was, like, doing a Keith Richards impression, basically. Yeah. And God, I will remind you, nominated for an oscar jesus really but you know what it's the first cap the first pirates of the caribbean movie is a good movie yeah also in the third one there was like this like big pirate meeting and there was like french like weird french aristocrat pirates weird french aristocrat like Chinese pirate? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they were... It was like the nine pirate lords. Yeah, and it was like, oh, this is very cool. I hope this isn't just completely... I hope this bit of world building isn't completely abandoned. And guess what happened? Well, we don't know. Have you seen... <laughs> That's true. If the, if the next know. three are literally, like, expanded universe... Or they had, like, universe. a sea goddess who was confined to the body of, of Tandy Newton? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, maybe they'll good. They're good. We'll never know. We'll never know. There's no way to find out. <laughs> it literally can't be discovered. Yeah, yeah. No one will ever know. Did you read the 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 uh, Johnny Depp profile that Absolutely came out? Not. Uh, I read part of it and I was like, boy, this is. Uh... Look, I this is, I spent like two days hardcore reading Pirates of the Caribbean fan fiction. And you don't want that ruined. No, I was like I. I already had to divorce. I had to like. I was like, okay. In, in order to enjoy my enjoy these movies, I'm going to have to divorce Captain Jack from, from the concept of, of Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp at yeah, all. Yeah. It's like this is this is a character, and he's fine. And then I was like, I'm going to read this fan faction. Fan fan faction. Fan yes. faction. Hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm a member of a number of fan. Yeah, fact- that makes sense. And this fan fiction and enjoy Captain Jack as his own thing, and also. And also, as I'm reading um, Pirates of the Caribbean fan fiction, just ignore the fact that it, in in this time period, nobody would have ever washed or have ever brushed their teeth. Uh-huh. And everybody's very disgusting all the time. Uh-huh. And very sweaty. Wearing a lot of, like, wool suits in the Caribbean. Did you know that pre, uh, pre-European contact... Um, the cities in in North America were larger than the ones in Europe, and do you know why that was possible? Bathing. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, Native Americans knew that you should bathe every day. <laughs> and, like, that is apparently, like, the primary, uh, like, one of the primary reasons why, um, like, Cahokia and we had these huge, uh, um, like, like, larger than London at the time civilizations. And it was because every, like, three years, people, like, everybody didn't just die of the plague. <laughs> Like, we use, I mean, Western, like, Western culture used to know about bathing. Like, yeah. the Romans, the Dark Ages, <laughs> Romans knew about bathing. about bathing. <laughs> the, the Dark Ages, everybody decided that God didn't want them to be naked ever, so everybody forgot about bathing. Uh, hose and, like, ugh, And I God. will say, I haven't taken a shower since... You don't need Third? to. You don't need to finish this. But we have herd immunity now. Yeah. Like I'm taking a shower for you. I wash my hands. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, we've replaced like every, people's understanding of germs at this point and like health is just a uh, like like a, a health bar from a side-scrolling video game. Where if you get hit by enough germs, um, the health bar runs out and you get sick. But that's not actually how, like, health works. Um, anyway. You have to, you have to wash. Yes, yes, you should wash. Um, anyway, uh... I have, I have had to yell at some male friends. Oh, God. For not washing their hands. Uh... After they went to the bathroom. And they said a, a absurd thing back to you. Did they? Well, no, like, the before I saw the light and heard the word, when I was, like, in eighth grade, I was like, well, I know I've taken a shower today, but I don't know the last time that that sink handle was washed. But... No, uh, no, no nobody said anything ridiculous to me. Okay. I just said... I and this is this has happened with two separate male friends where they went to the bathroom in my house and then I was like they came back and I was like Not did you wash your time. hands and they said no and I was like go wash your hands yeah I've also become And they're like my penis is clean and I'm like I don't well, no, care that's the it's... thing is that they say that but there is a okay there's a very disgusting detail thing about how that is not the case and also also like part of like herd not even herd immunity but just like public health is the more like just even if you don't touch anything nasty when you're in the bathroom if like just washing your hands a certain number of times a day to just remove the amount of nastiness that is in yes the regular world just washing your hands world just washing your hands several times a day is good to keep the world clean yeah um also, like, after having a baby, I've really bumped up. Oh, you up. love washing your hands. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also, like, it's a non-zero chance that she'll just poop on me at any time. So, uh, yeah. But, um. Wash your hands after you pee. Uh, yeah, do it. Folks. You know what? I will admit, I do live alone, and sometimes I don't. Yeah. Um, but most of the time, I'm like, these could stand some cleaning. Yeah. 
I got this nice Mrs. Myers Clean Day rhubarb soap. Ah, that's the key. You got to get some soap that you deeply enjoy. But you you get accustomed to the smell really really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't even notice the smell anymore. That's rough. You need to change it up to keep it fresh, so you don't need more I'm and not, more. I'm not, made, I'm not made. Of, I'm not made of money. That's true. That's true. Or sh- or I should have two soaps. That's and true. alternate. We have a kitchen soap and a bathroom soap. Even though I know you're not really supposed to wash your hands at the kitchen sink, but um, look, I understand all the bad things I do. Well, I know, like I'm bad with my towel situation is bad. Um. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that as well. I don't. You have you have a washer and dryer, so I'm sure you That's have true. like you have like clean towels for days. My towel situation is bad. Um, I am just rubbing E. coli on my hands whenever I, after I like, I've washed my hands and then I just dry my hands off and just rub E. coli all over my hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you dip them in your special E. coli fluid. Yeah, which is my towel. Yeah. Because I don't have a hand towel because I'm a monster. Mm. I've actually had to like try to use the hand towel and I, because. I lived in one of those houses growing up where there were like decorative hand towels in the bathroom. <laughs> and Kristen was like, why do you keep using your actual towel for your hands? I was like, I don't want to mess it up. And she's like, that's what it's for. Yeah, it's a hand towel. Um, do you hear that chirp? Mm, is that a little Emma? It's a little Emma. She's, cr- she's, she's climbing on my lap right Ooh. now. Um. Let me get let me get a statement. Oh. Um So do do does any of the um fan fiction you've read cover the s- seven pirate lords? You know what? No, but some of it has it it has covered specific I read a 90,000 word fan fiction that specifically covered a very real battle in the war of Jenkins ear. Ah, it was a very, it was like, I've decided and it involved real people. It was like, I have this author. This is what I love about fan fiction is that somebody who's like, it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to take actual historical people and put them in this fan fiction about, Captain Jack Sparrow and Commodore Norrington fucking. And it's going to be accurate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Historically accurate, but also have this in it. Now, I remember the War of Jenkins' Ear because I think Dave Barry. And I do remember that a sailor named Jenkins got his ear blown off. Hence the name. I think, I think I, yeah, I, I looked it up and then I forgot because oh. I was like, my brain does not need to I hold don't need this. this. <laughs> I don't need this. I'm living my life. Thank you. I'm just trying to read fan fiction. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But it was, I read this, I was, it was one of those things where like, let me tell the experience of, of reading fan fiction when you're, you're, you're grazing the archive of our own uh-huh. and you're like, you're like, hmm, okay, this is 5,000 words. I'll read that. Hmm, 2,000 words? Easy. Chug that down. And then you come up on the one that's like 120,000 words. And it's got 
Are you familiar? Are you familiar with the, the kudos on Archive of Our Own? Uh, it's it's like a faving mechanism. Yeah, and then like because I always sort, I I frequently sort by kudos, but I've learned the real trick to finding the good shit is to sort by bookmarks. Ah, you have mentioned this before. Yes, because that's that's the stuff that people are like, I might want to read this again. And so that has led to me also bookmarking the stuff that I really like. Um, and, and then, and then it becomes, am I going to settle down and read this novel length fan fiction Mm -hmm. about Pirates of the Caribbean? Mm -hmm. And then sometimes you're like, yeah, man, that's going to be my night. (laughs) Feet first. (laughs) Um, Reading the, oh, I have I have no regrets about like, it was like a hundred and fifty thousand words and it was a, uh, a Pacific Rim, one it took me two days to read it and I was like, oh, worth it, fully mm-hmm, mm-hmm. worth. I I love fan fiction, I love that people will write this much stuff for free, for just the enjoyment of it and the. You know, edification of yeah. And I wrote a little fan. I wrote a couple fan fictions this week, and I've been getting good nice. comments on it. Hey, that's fantastic. So, and it's even oh, hello Emma. Aww. Even if it is in a morally problematic fan fiction fandom, it's life. I, I mean, can can we call it a fandom when you are not a fan of the thing? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a dom. Mm. Mm. Um But uh yeah, that's fantastic. Oh, I hear that kitty. You hear that purring, she's wrong. Yeah. She's she purrs so loud. Uh-huh. Um Oh kitty. Now we're just an ASMR podcast. <laughs> if you, you've never written. Fan no, fiction. I've never written fan fiction. You did write a thing about. Oh Steely yeah, I Dan. guess. Did oh. You write a thing? Yeah. Okay. Actually, so I I did write fan fiction about um. Caves of Cud. A Caves of Cud. That is fan fiction. Um. Although I didn't post it on Ao3. Um, I probably should. And then, um, to, to, cause to add, cause there's at least already one caves of cud fiction on there. So to bring it up to an even two. And then I wrote the first two chapters of a, like, uh, 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 thing about Steely Dan, because I was trying to get a contract to write a, uh, uh, novella about Steely Dan. <laughs> this is when we were first becoming friends. When we were God. first, very, very, very first becoming friends. Yes, that was a very long time ago. It was. It was like five, almost five years ago. Oh, if not, wow, crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. Were you? I mean, we connected over writing the. We eventually did write as a sketch the. Um. Can you hear that purr? Yeah. Was it the the ant phone line? 
No, no, no. The, yeah, that um, was later. Aunt phone line. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Um, the um depressed um shock jocks. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, listeners, if you want to hear some some Mark and Whitney content you haven't yeah. heard before, go go back and listen to Brian Weekly. Yeah, it's a good show in general. It's a yeah, yeah, like six to ten minute surreal sketch comedy podcast just search for brian weekly yeah that was very good and uh we both did something where you can hear kitten penis which is (laughs) possibly the best thing i've ever written oh kitten penis is very good (laughs) i wrote a lot of really i I really a lot of things that were very i mean some of them were very gender essentialist yeah like the, the sketches i wrote about how um women don't poop they just mm. release a clear fluid once a year <laughs> into an your odor, bucket an odorless fluid once a year yeah yeah um into a bucket down by the creek <laughs> uh god that I was very that good it's very eccentric <laughs> um but yeah that was good stuff so yeah Hey kids, go listen to Brian Weekly. I'm pretty sure it's all still up. Yeah, I feel bad. I took, I did, I stopped paying for hosting for uh, Deep Space Wine, so Deep Space Wine is gone forever now. Yeah, you only <laughs> did like what, like how many episodes? Like sixteen or so. Really? Yeah, I think we got up there. I never listened to any of it. I was jealous. Um. No, really. I, I mean, thought that. I thought you- I thought you'd be more popular. I mean, that it did not have lasting power. <laughs> no. It did. We we lacked discipline. Um, but uh, anyway, I am happy to be doing this podcast with you, pal. Yes, this is now my only podcast. Mm, resetting all the the decks and the books has been for several years now. God, I can't believe we've been doing this this long. Four, foreign, foreign change years. That is, this is also the thing, like being, feeling like you're eternally twenty seven, where it I feels like anymore. It, Eventually, you stop having that problem. I'm just gonna let you know. Okay. <laughs> well, like since that point, I have gotten married and had a child, but for some reason, you you last... were married when I when I met you. I think I full. Oh yeah, because I'm coming up. On you my had fifth. just. You were. I think had just gotten We're coming up on our year. fifth anniversary um like yeah because i remember when you when i followed you first on twitter you were like here's a picture of my passport and i look and you had like long hair and a beard and you're like people in morocco are gonna oh yeah yeah that was right <laughs> here's a picture of my passport here's my social security number uh we were so young it wasn't a picture of your passport it was your passport yeah, picture, picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um but oh, those were the days. But now it's been four and some odd years, and we're gonna keep doing it until yes, until your we... child gets too old that you don't have time to do it anymore. <laughs> um, I'll always be able to do it. Oh, I don't know. I mean, she also does go to bed at some point, so yeah, her bedtime we'll just... is probably not gonna creep up too much, but. 
Uh, this is how I'm always like my my niece and nephew. They have like no bedtime. They just stay up forever. But that might be because I'm only seeing them at holidays. That's true. Like when you're there, they stay up because you're hanging out. Yeah. But I actually should probably go to bed personally. But you know what? It's true. It's nine fifty nine p.m. And I'm really high, so at ten thirty, it just shuts down. <laughs> no, if I was if I was capable of speaking this much when I was high, I would. Oh never no! Not no, be no. High. I would have a bane mask, and it... I. This is I had a I had a Emma is now rubbing her face on the microphone. Um, I had a phone conversation with my brother while high, and <sighs> it, it was bad. I should not have picked up the phone. Um, I always feel like I always like that 70s show the way that people are high on that show looks great well that was that was how i was high in the 90s that's what it was like well that's also probably because like it, like it is impossible to take a toke so small that you would be getting the amount of thc that was in one joint in the 90s everything is so strong these days it's, it's destroying me um but anyway i should go to bed I've Thank learned to you. take like, uh, like little a, mini, like like a, it's like a a second of a hit on the vape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to do edibles for a while because I was like, oh, like this will make dosage easier. But it was also the problem where I would it's take an it. hour before you yeah, know, yeah, and then you're if like, it's gonna fuck your shit or not. up. <laughs> yeah. Um, legalize it and provide it to me in like, it like. Oh wait. <sighs> I just saw on oh, Emma's trying to eat my headphone cord. Um, I fired up Netflix tonight and saw the the promo for this show, show called <sighs> "Cooking Cooking on High," where it's like people making weed foods, making fancy edibles, which is the stupidest fucking thing. Yeah, I've ever seen. Because yeah. first off, before you make this fucking weed show. Um, release everyone who is in prison in your legalized state who was yes. in there for weed crimes. Yes. You assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I don't want to, like, the the thing with edibles is it's, like, the way to get way too high. Yeah, yeah. It's the easiest way to get way too high. And if somebody is, like, serving me, like, steak frites that have all been... food has weed in it? I'm going to get way too high. I'm going to die. Like, And I don't want to be, I don't want the fancy food to get me high. I want to be high and then have you get, give me the fancy food. Yeah. Because yeah. then I will really enjoy it because I'm a munchy stoner. Yeah. The idea of getting high from eating like steak frit and then I have to stop eating steak frit or I'll get way too high. It's that's a trap. The worst. That's the worst. That's hell. That's hell. Um, God. then you're like, "Wow, this is great! I'm gonna eat all of it." And then you're like, "Oh no, yeah, I'm in hell." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is literally a Twilight Zone episode. Um, and like for somebody where when I get too high, it's not that I just fall asleep; it's that I'm like, everyone's always hated me. Like it's terrible for me. <laughs> um. Was that your cat? No, it's somebody in the hallway yelling. Okay. 
<laughs> oh. She has not yet gained the ability uh, to speak. To speak English. Um. Uh, anyway. Anyway, uh, I should legalize go to, it. Yeah, legalize it. Release all uh, people in jail for marijuana charges. It's absurd. Um, or weed crime. Is like weed crime. Yeah, yeah. I really, I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't think of the words marijuana church. <laughs> like weed crime. <laughs> um, I'm a dipshit. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I was Ow. gonna do some more New York chat, but it's no, no, do it, do it a little bit. Well, more. I guess uh, De Blasio made a big announcement about new sentence, like new marijuana, like arrest guidelines, and they like. They basically break down to like, uh, police won't arrest you for marijuana in New York anymore unless they really feel like it. <laughs> like unless, unless they think black. you might be a like a, like a lawbreaker, and it's like okay, like this it's is like, it's like literally like unless you're black. Yeah, <laughs> great job, bud. Anyway, okay, I'm gonna go to bed. Um, thank you for podcast. Thank you. For our for pro- our problematic media week, it's fine. I mean, we mostly like, talked about the post office for like the first. That's <laughs> true. We're extremely old. <laughs> that's what people like. That's yeah, what people that's true. Like. Um, <laughs> this is going to be our most popular episode ever. Talking about how the post office and how weed is too strong now. <laughs> Your thirties. <laughs> uh, have a good night. A good night. I love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.